Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Big news on the first day of July. SMU kicks off July with a commitment from Rowlett defensive end Michael Abukin Okiode. A huge land over the likes of Baylor, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Um, this was a huge land for SMU because he was somebody that, if you followed the recruitment with us on Pony Stampede, wasn't necessarily getting a lot of love in terms of where SMU stood early in the month. He confirmed he was going to take an official visit, then kind of backed it off, thought he was going to take an unofficial, maybe use an official elsewhere, but ends up using that last weekend in June to officially visit SMU. And sure enough, the Mustangs won him over and got him on board in the class. He committed at the end of the visit and went public on July 1st. The 6'5", 235-pound edge defender ranks on the industry-generated 24-7 sports composite as the number 31 overall edge prospect in the country, the number 90th overall prospect in Texas. So a really nice pickup here for SMU to kick off what should be a strong month of July. Uh, I traded uh, some texts with Mike after his official visit. He said it was awesome. And from there, he kind of went quiet, but hopefully we can catch up with him uh, after this and really, uh, you know, find out more about his decision, what led him to picking the Mustangs. Because uh, like I said, this is a massive uh, land for SMU, who gets him uh, into the class, and he's the first defensive prospect to land in the 2022 class. So a big start uh, to the defensive class for Jim Levitt. You got to credit Chadira Uzo Deribe and Rashad Samples recruiting um, Michael Abukin uh, Okiode, who really, um, you know, started blowing up ever since Chadira offered him all the way back at Kansas. That was his first offer, uh, Chidera Uzo-Deribe, uh, offering Mike back when he was at Kansas and then got over to SMU and kept recruiting him. And for Mike, he joins the 2022 class, which includes four-star wideout C.J. Nelson, three-star offensive lineman Corey Hendricks, three-star offensive lineman Quentin Harris, and three-star athlete Savion Red. So five commitments on board for SMU in the 2022 class. What's next for the Mustangs? This is where it should be a fun first week of July for SMU fans. If you're following uh, it on Pony Stampede, you definitely need to be doing that. There's a scheduled commitment from four-star wide receiver Jordan Hudson out of Garland on the 4th of July. I don't think SMU is going to be done on the 4th of July. We'll be monitoring that day as best we can. Um, Hopefully you guys are on a beach somewhere like I will be and just... Uh, activating some stories uh, that could, uh, you know, obviously get you guys all riled up about uh, the direction of this class. Because if they land Jordan Hudson, this thing is about to really pick up, I think. Um, and you'll start seeing some guys really uh, make some decisions and and jump on board, I think, especially on the defensive side. That'll be a big, big one if, if SMU, the crystal ball favorite for Jordan Hudson, does win out on the 4th of July for his commitment. Um, and there's been, uh, you know, some other crystal balls entered that I think are noteworthy. And if you haven't checked out PonyStampede.com to get the VIP scoop on those, check those out. 
Um, want to thank you guys. We're at an all-time high of subscriptions. We're, we continue to add to that as this recruiting momentum really starts to pick up. Um, that's where we've noticed it around. So SMU's recruiting momentum uh, being followed closely by SMU fans on PonyStampede.com. You could try it for just a dollar for your first month. So check that out to see what's next for the 2022 recruiting class, which continues to move up in the ranks in the AAC. Now, um, as far as what the remaining needs are in this class. This is where I think you've got to target the defensive side of the ball because you know Jordan Hudson's going to announce um, on the 4th of July. SME feels really good about where things stand with him. Uh, you've also got the likes of uh, offensive lineman Calvin Harvey, uh, Jacob Waller out there, uh, haven't made decisions yet, um, and they'll uh, continue uh, to really you know kind of monitor uh, other prospects to land on the offense side of the ball, but this is where you got to go defensive heavy. And you just had um, Arlington Seguin, defensive back, Xavion Bryce on campus right before the dead period began. SMU and Oklahoma are kind of the favorites there. SMU continues to monitor Aaron Austin, the North Crowley defensive lineman who took an official visit. He also took an official visit to Colorado. Uh, the Buffaloes seems to be in a good spot there. Then you had Duncanville safety, Pierre Gorey, probably one of the probably physically the best looking prospect in this class, if we're being honest, um, just from his track standpoint, how he looks physically. Uh, he is just awesome. And so SMU seems to be in a good spot there. Um, for the most part, I think he's probably going to end up making a decision before his senior year, but really just told us he's unsure. But a lot of those Duncanville kids do decide before their senior year um, and don't really touch recruiting during the year, at least. And then you've got kind of a a complete wild card in four-star Garland safety, Chase Biddle. Can SMU beat out TCU when he announces his decision on July 7th? I'm going to go with no right now, but SMU is going to continue to recruit him, battle away there for Chase Biddle. He's a top 100 uh, or just borderline top 100 overall prospect in the country, a top 10 safety nationally. Uh, TCU has a lot of confidence on their side that they're going to end up with him. And then you've had... Uh, some new offers go out, uh, and one in particular is um, uh, Chase Kennedy, who's an outside linebacker at Dallas Episcopal, um, not to be confused, confused with Dallas Parish Episcopal, um, but Chase Kennedy, he camped, he picked up an offer. SMU really likes him as a boundary outside linebacker, uh, and he's starting to pick up some um, momentum towards SMU, I would say, after spending some time on campus with the staff. Uh, Chidiro Uzo-Dariwe really likes him uh, and, and what he could bring to the table. And I think uh, when you read the story that that our Liam Fitzgibbon wrote on him, uh, you'll see that he's pretty high on SMU. Uh, and then uh, another linebacker to monitor, Jordan Crook out of Duncanville. Now, I think he's going to end up at Arkansas, but you know Rashad Samples is going to kick the tires on him is what it sounds like uh, just from watching Twitter. And then you've got uh, another one, uh, Isaiah Smith. And we caught up with Isaiah Smith and dropped some tidbits on Pony Stampede about him. But, you know, this is a prospect out of Washington, D.C. Goes to St. John's High School, a really, really uh, powerful program, always turns out uh, top rated prospects and things like that. And he's somebody that was on campus for camp earlier this month, got offered, really seems to connect with Kenny Perry, the assistant that's recruiting him for SMU. And his favorite player was Eric Dickerson and uh, SMU. He knows a lot about the history of the program. Uh, and when I talked with him, he was very, very, um, 
very uh, knowledgeable about it, really seemed interested uh, and, and, and wanting to get back for an official visit. There's pr- uh, programs like East Carolina, Indiana, Memphis, and others that are recruiting him pretty hard. But um, SMU might have a fighting shot to kind of do an une- unexpected um, you know, pickup and, and pick up someone out of uh, the uh, the um, Washington, D.C. area. I mean, it would, would kind of be wild. So we'll see how his interest level goes over the next few months and, and where the spots stand. But um, SMU is casting a wide net, it seems like, on the defensive side of things and certainly keeping an eye on the offensive side of things. Now, um, we always keep you guys up to date on the transfer side of things. There's a big-time linebacker out of the Pac-12 Oregon transfer, Isaac Slade Matuita. I'm going to I'm gonna have to circle back on that one. But anyway, he is transferring from Oregon. Uh, he played for Jim Levitt there. Jim Levitt recruited, recruited him at Oregon. Uh, Boise State, Florida State, Hawaii among the programs working to get after him. If you want the inside scoop on what's going on in that transfer recruitment, head over to PonyStampede.com. We've got the scoop on that. 28 games at Oregon, and he's been a starter. 127 tackles, 12 for loss, 2.5 sacks, 17 pass breakups. He's a Hawaiian native, so I thought that was interesting. And he uh, is a former four-star prospect. So get over to PonyStampede.com. Check out the VIP notes on him. And uh, also what's next just overall in this 2022 class. Check back with us on the 4th of July. Might be a busy day on Pony Stampede. Wherever you're enjoying your 4th of July, I hope everybody has a safe one. Um, If you uh, have some free time, be sure to peruse Pony Stampede over the next few days. We'll have some content up, but for the most part, we'll also be enjoying uh, some family time and ringing in the 4th of July as uh, uh, SMU is once again looking like it's going to get a commitment. We'll see if SMU can get Jordan Hudson across the finish line on the 4th of July. Might be another one to watch as well for you guys. So keep it locked on Pony Stampede for everything SMU recruiting and team. With the month of July being here, we'll be starting to turn our attention more so to previewing the 2021 football season for SMU. So those pods will start picking back up as well as we're now once again in a dead period in recruiting. So thanks for listening to this edition of the podcast. Feel free to leave us a rating, leave us a review, and follow the Pony Stampede podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening to this edition. Have a good 4th of July, and we'll catch you then.